0: As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like and comment so more people can see.
1: Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Runner and tonight I'm here again with Denise Runner and Joel Runner. Guys, welcome to Home Group.
2: Thank you, Rick, and Home Group, welcome. We just love being with you and talking about the Holy Spirit and hearing about the Holy Spirit. I've just loved every home group this week. Me
0: too. And Joel, welcome. Thank you. And friends, I have to say thank you for commenting on our, the home groups in our chats. It's so very good for us to see what you guys say and think. We really want to hear what you say. And we really read your chats and your comments and whatever you say. We really do listen to it and read it. I read it every morning when I wake up. The first thing I do every day is turn on the coffee and do my
1: push-ups read my Bible and read the comments on social media to see what people had to say from home group the night before. And some of you are with us every night. David Kennedy, I see you there every day from the sky Took. I wanna say thank you for always being with us and everybody else you're with us all the time. And thank you for all your comments. I learned so much from what you write. And if you have a prayer request, let us know how to pray for you because we will really pray for you. I'm teaching my brand new series called The Holy Spirit and You Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic Duo. And this week in home group in the evening, we're kind of talking among ourselves about what I'm really teaching in depth in the regular programs. But I want to encourage you to order the whole series. It's 10 parts. It comes in multiple formats. It is so rich. I've listened to it this week. It's been a long time since I taught it. So I decided I'd go back and listen to it. And you know what? It fed me. this is a good series. It's
2: wonderful. I was listening to it while you were listening to it, and it was wonderful.
1: And it comes with a study guide, which is free. All you have to do is go to render.org, and you can download it right now. Please go get it because we put it there for you. And we're offering you right now the entire book by the same title, The Holy Spirit and You, Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic,
0: Duo, the Holy Spirit and you. Amen. Amen. And my friends, I just want to say, if you're our partner, if you're a financial partner with our ministry, we want to say thank you. We are spreading the gospel as fast as we can to as many people as possible. And Jesus is coming back soon. And, you know, the gospel is free, but it costs something to spread the gospel. And we are just spreading the gospel as much as we can to as many people as possible. And if you're not our partner, if you're not a financial partner with our ministry, and you've enjoyed the teaching that we provide. Would you please pray about becoming a partner? Because it will help us get the gospel to more and more people. Jesus is coming back soon, and many people, as many people as possible, need to hear about him. Amen. Well, I want to
1: read to you from page 87 in this book, The Holy Spirit and You. Listen to this. We're going to consider 10 aspects of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives That he does for us on a personal level and they can be summarized as follows number one the holy spirit comforts us that's john 14 16 number two the holy spirit indwells us oh hallelujah that's john 14 verse 17 number three the holy spirit teaches us that's john 14 26 Number four, the Holy Spirit reminds us. What does that mean? You're going to find out tomorrow night. But That's John 14, 26. The Holy Spirit testifies with us. That's John 15, 26. Number six, the Holy Spirit convicts us. That's John 16, 9. Listen to this one. Number seven, the Holy Spirit convinces us. There is a convincing ministry of the Holy Spirit. It's so powerful. It's found in John 16, verse 10. Number eight, the Holy Spirit guides us. That is John 16, verse 13. Number nine, the Holy Spirit reveals things to us. That is John 16, verse 13. And finally, number 10, the Holy Spirit helps us to worship. And that is John 16, verse verse 14. But notice all of these are in John 14, 15, and 16. These are taken from that moment when Jesus met with His apostles in the upper room before the crucifixion to teach them about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And for three chapters, Jesus began to enumerate the various works of the Holy Spirit to us personally. And that's what we're going to begin covering tonight. And tonight, we're going to see that the Holy Spirit comforts us and the Holy Spirit indwells us. I call this the experiential and residential work of the Holy Spirit. How do you like that,
2: Denise? I love residential.
1: The experiential and residential work of the Holy Spirit. So let's open our Bibles to John chapter 14, and we're going to begin again in verse 16, which is so foundational to this series. Jesus says, I will pray the Father, and He will give you another what? Comforter. Comforter. that he may abide with you forever. We saw in John 14, 26, he repeats it again. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever, I have said unto you, John 15, 26, he uses the word comforter again. But when the comforter is come, that's three times. Then when you get to John 16, verse seven, Jesus says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. Four times in three chapters, Jesus calls the Holy Spirit a comforter, a comforter. And I've told you previously, it is the Greek word, parakletos. The word para means alongside. So this describes what I call the alongside ministry of the Holy Spirit, where I call this an experiential ministry of the Holy Spirit, where you can experience him. He comes alongside of us. The word para, parakletos, the word kletos, is from the Greek word kaleo, which means to call. And I want to tell you what this means. Number one, it means the Holy Spirit is called to be alongside of you. But the second part of the word kaleo means to call. It means the Holy Spirit is called to do something. I'm called to teach you the Bible. Your pastor is called to be a pastor. In the same way that I'm called and your pastor is called and you're called to do something, God gave the Holy Spirit a calling. And what is his calling? His calling is to be alongside of us. How would you like to have the calling to be alongside of you? That's his number one job in the earth, to be alongside of us. That is the calling of the Holy Spirit. He comes alongside of us. And Jesus refers to this in John 14, verse 17. Look at this. Jesus says, He is the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees Him not, neither knows Him, but you know Him. Look at this. For he dwells with you and shall be in you. With you, the word with in Greek is the word para. It describes the alongside ministry of the Holy Spirit, where he comes alongside of us as a coach, as a comforter, an advisor, a teacher, a master to teach us, and we are his apprentices. But Jesus says he won't just be alongside you, he will be. And you, and this is what I call the residential work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was prophesying the Holy Spirit was going to move into the hearts of the disciples. Residentially, he would live in them. Now, guys, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit didn't live inside anybody. He came on individuals. He empowered them for service. And then when they were finished doing what they were empowered to do, the Holy Spirit would lift and the Holy Spirit would leave. Even prophets, kings, priests, they didn't have the Holy Spirit living in them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But Jesus said, he will be in you. And this happened in John chapter 20. So go to John chapter 20 and I want you to see verse 22. Jesus came into the upper room after the resurrection And he began to visit with the disciples who were gathered together in that upper room. And John chapter 20 verse 22 says, Jesus breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Breathed is the Greek word infuseo. It means to breathe into or even to inflate. Like if I took a balloon and I held it to my lips and I would breathe into the balloon, the balloon would inflate. It would become filled with my breath. Well, when Jesus breathed on them, that's what the King James says. It really means Jesus breathed into them. And in that moment, they received the Holy Spirit. And what's really amazing to me is this word, emphasis, here translated breathe, is the very word used in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. When the Bible says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. In that moment, oh, I would have loved to see that. There Adam was perfectly formed, but had no life. And God literally breathed into his nostrils. And in that moment, his lungs filled with the breath of God, and he became A living soul. Wow. The Greek word "emosel" breathed into. That is the same word used in John chapter twenty, verse twenty-two, when the Bible says Jesus breathed into them. Well, and that moment, they received the breath of God, and they became born again individuals. They became the sons of God according to the new covenant, and it was the first time in history. The Holy Spirit moved into people and they became the house of God or they became the temple of the Holy Spirit. And here's what is so powerful it means that when the Holy Spirit came into us, we became a home.
2: I love that.
1: We're not hotels. Mm -mm. You know, a hotel, you come, you go. A hotel receives permanent, temporary guests. But when you're home, you move in and you stay there. Our hearts are not hotels. Some people say the Holy Spirit is the holy guest. It's not right. No, 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 he's a resident. He moved into us. I say that when the Holy Spirit came in with no intention to ever leave us, he put his own rugs on the floor, hung his own pictures on the Mm -hmm. wall, moved his easy chair into our heart, and the Holy Spirit settled down and said, Wow, I've waited to be here for a long time. And our hearts became the home of the Holy Spirit. And from John chapter 20 to the present moment, God has been moving into the hearts of human beings. So we have the experiential work of the Holy Spirit and the residential work. Residentially, he's in us. That's why God said in the Old Testament and the New Testament, I will walk in them. I will live in them. God was prophesying, I'm going to move into the hearts of my people. My friend, when you became born again, you became a walking cathedral. Everywhere you go, God goes. You're a walking cathedral. You're the home of the Holy Ghost. This is why Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, Do you not understand? Have you not comprehended that your body, it is the temple of the Holy Ghost? That is not figurative speech. He literally lives inside us. Denise, when I was five years old and I walked the aisle of Glenwood Baptist Church and took the hand of the pastor, shook his hand, said, Brother Post, I'm here to give my heart to Jesus. At the age of five, the Holy Spirit moved into my heart, and he has lived inside me ever since. Wow. And Jesus said he would be permanently in you and would never leave you. Isn't that amazing?
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm just thinking about what a an image, self-image lifter this is to think that god almighty in the third person of the godhead the holy spirit he chose to live in you in you i just think that's like amazing because we know our inconsistencies we know our, our blemishes our blemishes are our, our shortcomings our fears or fears that try to come or 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 false, whatever, and he chose to never leave you nor forsake you and make you his very dwelling place. I think that's amazing.
1: Now, many people have never really embraced him, even though he's in them. So many people get saved and they don't have the understanding the Holy Spirit moved into them. They don't know that because they've never been taught. It's called the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Well, let me tell you something about gifts. Gifts have to be unwrapped.
2: Mm.
1: Gifts have to be unwrapped. One time somebody gave me a gift. Beautifully wrapped. I brought it home and forgot about it. Never opened that gift. That gift sat there. I had no idea what was in that gift. Beautifully wrapped with paper and ribbons And I forgot about it. One day I got around to opening the gift. I was stunned at what was inside that gift. And it had been there all along, but I didn't open it. I forgot about it. In the same way, God has given you the gift of the Holy Spirit. And how unfortunate if you've not unwrapped the gift to find out what it means. And that's why we're teaching this brand new series called the Holy Spirit and you. We want you to unwrap the gift. The Holy Spirit has so much just waiting for you. If you'll just dig in, tear off the paper, and explore everything that's been placed inside you. Denise? Yeah.
2: Rick, I mean, this is scripture. This is absolutely the truth. And it says in First Corinthians chapter six, verse 19 Or do you not know that your body your body, my body, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's just so clear. It's so clear. Uh, the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. You can't get any more clear than that.
0: Mm. Joel, I'm just thinking about. I liked how you said he hung up his pictures in you. Yeah. He put his easy chair, laid down the carpets. And, you know, the, the Holy Spirit will not leave you unmarked. If the Holy Spirit moved into your life and you've accepted him to, to do a work in your life, he will do a work. He's a world changer. And if you let him, he'll change the world around you. And I really believe that. Just look at Samson. Every time the Holy Spirit came on Samson, something happened. Well, that same spirit lives in you. Yeah, but, Joel, let's go to that very example.
1: That's what happened to Samson when the Holy Spirit just came on him. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit never stayed. What if the Holy Spirit moves in you? Yeah. He moves in you. I'm thinking about
0: Saul. When the Holy Spirit came on Saul, he prophesied. He was, he was a different man, but the Holy Spirit didn't stay on him. I know, but we get to have it in us. Yeah. And, and the Holy Spirit in us will change our world around us if we let him. It's the truth.
1: He'll change the way we think. He'll change the way we speak. He'll change the way we see. And Romans eight eleven says, the power of the resurrection will operate through us. That's the package we have in us that unfortunately most believers have never, it's, they've never unwrapped it. It's, the Holy Spirit's still all wrapped up with paper and bows just saying, would somebody please unwrap me and explore what I am in your life? But I think maybe a lot of Christians don't know how to unwrap that gift. That's why they need to get my book called The Holy Spirit in You. It's to help them unwrap the gift to really dig in and begin to enjoy what has been placed inside them, Denise.
2: Well, the Holy Spirit, He loves you. And He is the lover on the inside. Absolutely, He loves you. And He's there to lead us and guide us into truth, to comfort us, to teach us he is there to do everything we need him to do lately i've just been saying jesus i need you so bad i need you right now i need you right now i need you right now and it and sometimes we get in needy places where we just think okay i need you right now right now and when you say help me holy spirit He is just, he's just right there because you know what you're doing? You're acknowledging the truth about him. You're acknowledging that he's a helper. You're acknowledging that he's a comforter and that that he is um, a guide and a lead and a coach. And when you acknowledge him, his presence comes. In fact, his presence is so close right now. I mean, his presence is moving right now. Some of you are asking, what am I supposed to do? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. When you say Holy Spirit, you have an audience with him one-on-one. And he will absolutely speak to your heart and give you the instruction and the grace and the knowledge that you need for your situation.
1: And residentially, he's in us. Yes. And experientially, he's right alongside of us like a partner. Yes. But look at this. We have seen tonight that the Holy Spirit comforts us and the Holy Spirit indwells us.
2: Mm.
1: Wow. But when we come back for home group tomorrow night, we're going to take the next three. Are you ready for this? Number three, the Holy Spirit teaches us. How does the Holy Spirit teach us? Jesus said the Holy Spirit will teach you. He said that in John 14, verse 26. Then number four, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will remind you of everything that I've said. So the Holy Spirit's in the business of reminding us of something. That's also in John chapter 14, verse 26. And then in John 15, verse 26, point number five, Jesus said the Holy Spirit testifies with us. So tonight we've seen the Holy Spirit comforts us and indwells us. Tomorrow night we're going to see the Holy Spirit teaches us. The Holy Spirit reminds us. And the Holy Spirit testifies with us. It's going to be really, really powerful tomorrow night. But please order the whole book called The Holy Spirit and You Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic Duo. And get the series that goes with its 10 parts and go to render.org right now to get your free study guide. It's free, so go get it. And let us know how to pray for you. And Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that you gave us this time tonight. And Father, I pray that as we go to bed tonight, these words that we've talked about tonight, that they would sink down deep into our hearts and that we would walk into a new, vibrant relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for the residential work of the Holy Spirit inside us. In Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
0: If you enjoy that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.